I'm a little sick, so bear with me here as we go through this video together. <laughs> we all know, we've been told countless of times that the quality of the food that we eat affects us, affects our health. But what does that really even mean? And how do we know what quality of food is better? What types of food are better for us? Well, it all starts with our gut. <laughs> In your gut, there are thousands, millions of little tiny bugs called microbiomes that keep us sustained and energized throughout the day. They keep us alive, really. They are helpful to us and we need them. We cannot survive without them. Sure, because of evolution, we probably have lost some. Not probably, we have lost some, but that's because we stopped eating certain foods as a society because we've introduced our own mutated form of foods. How do you build up your gut microbiomes? Well, you eat a diverse range of plants, colorful plants, if you will. Anytime that you look at your plate, it sh should, not forcing you to do it here, but it should ideally look like a fucking rainbow. That's how you know you're getting the proper nutrients to feed your body, to help your gut microbiomes fight off any types of diseases, any types of illnesses, any types of sicknesses that can hinder and affect your body. When you're looking at eating all these various plants and foods, look into like spices, look into beans, look into nuts, fermented foods like kimchi. That range of foods, and trust me, there's a lot more. This is just to name a couple are what help our gut microbiomes become stronger. And if we don't eat them, some of our gut microbiomes will just start to die off because they don't have those nutrients they can extract from the foods that we're eating. So if you have a ultra processed diet, AKA eating fast food all of the time, eating fried food all of the time, you're killing off your gut microbiomes because you're not filling your stomach, you're not filling your gut with whole foods you're not filling it with these beans you're not filling it with spices you're not filling it with the nutrients that it requires for you to build up immunity let me expand on this in a world where we have such a diverse range of diets that doesn't mean that a plant-based diet is the best hear me out listen and i know a lot of the foods that i'm listing here tend to be more on the plant-based side but that does not mean that a plant-based diet is the best diet for you. You have to find what works for you. That's what I want you guys to take away right here, right now. You have to find what works best for you. While it is a good, if you can keep up a plant-based diet, awesome, that's amazing. But I know people out there who have to supplement on a plant-based diet because they aren't getting the right or the proper nutrients that they need for their body, for their gut microbiomes. Same thing with the keto diet, same thing with being vegan or vegetarian or a carnivorous diet. All of those, you have to find what works best for you. And the one thing I do have to say about being vegan or about being on a plant-based diet is that we have to acknowledge that those diets are for people who have the privilege and the financial resources to do so. If you are living in a third world country, a plant-based diet just doesn't make sense for you because you're not going to be worrying about, oh my God, I have to feed my kid or myself all of these specific plants and plants only. No, if you see food, you're gonna fucking eat the food. Plant-based diets, vegan diets, vegetarian diets, those also work for people who need that type of diet to live for medical reasons. 
So it's for privileged people, for people who have the resources to do so, for people who need to actually do it to be alive and other reasons like you can choose to do that too. But it is something that we have to consider that financial means play a role into these diets. The area in which you live in also plays a factor into your diet. Unfortunately, people of color, those neighborhoods tend to be bombarded with fast food chain restaurants. And they also tend to be the areas of lower income. So if you're a family of six and you're trying to feed your four kids, it's gonna be so much more convenient and worthy, less damaging in your pocket to go and buy them a pizza for dinner. Rather than if you live in an area like Beverly Hills, you're gonna go and buy Whole Foods. You're gonna go and buy at leaner, healthier stores because you can afford that type of food. Someone who earns $50,000 a year versus somebody who earns a million dollars, you're going to have, it's just, that's how it's gonna be. Maybe, maybe not, depends on the person too. So don't quote me on that. A different type of diet. People of lower income will resort to buying cheaper foods, which just unfortunately means unhealthy fast food, ultra processed diet type of food. If you have a million dollars, you can spend as much as you like and you probably won't even feel it. You, <laughs> you can spend as much as you like on food and you probably won't even feel a thing. Even just living in the United States versus living in the UK, in Italy, in France, in Japan, in China, we have different types of diets. And if you have traveled outside of the US, you can notice how different their food culture is than here in the States. <clears throat> Heck, there are countries out there that make healthy food cheaper than fast food because they want you to be healthy. They want to incentivize you to buy and make your own healthy foods at home rather than going and buying fast food because they know it's not good for you. So they'll make it expensive for hopefully to you to avoid eating at those places. And we do get nutrients from eating meat. We, we were cavemen before we lived in apartments and had phones in our pockets. What we did back then was we made food with the resources that we found, whether it was plants, or we hunt it, hunter-gatherer times. And your gut microbiomes work at different rates in comparison to other people too. Not only do they work at different rates within yourself, they also work at different speeds from person to person. So you can have, let's just say me, I can have a faster, stronger working gut microbiome and that can just be one specific type, not necessarily all of them, than another person. Whereas if mine is slower in one specific gut microbiome, somebody else could be a faster. These factors are based off of your height, your age, your weight, your ethnicity, your background, your race. And let me not forget to mention that genetics also play a factor into this. Not to mention your diet and your culture, the way that you were brought up and the foods that you were taught to eat as you were growing up. Those all play a factor into how your gut microbiomes function, the speed at which they function, and which ones are in your system that are working to fight and keep your body alive. That also explains why some races are more prone to diseases than others. So blacks are prone to cardiovascular disease, heart disease, whereas someone who is Latino or Mexican has, or just Hispanic are more prone to diabetes. Or even white people who tend to be pro more prone in Crohn's disease than any of the other races. 
We know that eating the right foods is what keeps our body feeling healthy and fresh and fit and young. <laughs> it gives us a boost in our performance levels. It gives us a clear mind. It's a happier mood. It's longevity. You can live longer. You have less illnesses, less diseases. You reduce your chances of getting cancer. You reduce your anxiety by also eating clean. Like there are so many pros to eating the proper foods because it all starts from your gut. If you don't take care of your gut, it fucks with your health, it fucks with your body. Whereas somebody who has an ultra processed food diet, research has been done that shows that when people have an ultra processed food diet, it leads to depression, anxiety, stress, irritability, laziness, mood swing. You start to gain body fat, which then eventually leads to you having sicknesses, having illnesses, developing diseases, cancer, because you're not eating the proper nutrients that your gut microbiomes need to keep you alive. Why do you think certain foods are banned in other countries that are okay in the US? They know and they wanna keep their people healthy and alive, which is why they ban things that can be found on our fucking yoga mats. I will look that up and put it in here. As the saying goes, you are what you eat. So if you eat like shit, you're gonna feel like shit. If you eat good and healthy, you're gonna feel good and be healthy. Did you know that eating protein helps reduce your stress, helps reduce your anxiety, keeps you fuller longer, which means that you'll be more, less likely to wanna eat more because your gut, your system has to work just a little bit harder for it to be able to extract the nutrients and everything good that it needs from the proteins to keep you alert and awake. So if you're looking, honestly, so if you're looking to, to lose weight, try eating more protein. If you have high levels of stress and anxiety, try eating more protein and see if that works for you. And when I say protein, it doesn't mean specifically meat. It just means get a higher source of protein in your system. Our body runs on carbs. When you consume carbs, whether it be potatoes, whether it be chips, fruit, your body sees that, eats that, and extracts all the glucose out of there. That's what carbs are for. And when the glucose is extracted from said carbs, it rushes into our bloodstream, and that's what gives us the energy to keep going throughout the day. And that's why if some people consume too much carbs, you get a shit ton of glucose rushing into your system and then you start to feel a crash afterwards. But here's the thing, it depends on the types of carbs that you eat. So if you're eating a carb like rice or oats or anything within like the grain family, that is a complex carb. So it's going to take your, your gut <laughs> a little bit longer to extract out the glucose so you're at a steady pace of energy. Whereas if you're eating something like white bread, it'll immediately suck out the car the it'll immediately suck out the glucose. You get it into your system and then you start to feel a crash afterwards. Take coffee for example. I mean, I know that's caffeine, but it still works like a carb. You consume your coffee and then that's why for some people you get that rush, you get that energy feeling, but then you crash afterwards and you're gonna need another cup of coffee because now you've become addicted and stuck on that cycle of, wait, we gotta refill our system, so this is what we gotta do. Other people, they won't feel a thing. I don't feel a thing when I consume caffeine. That's just what it is. If you do, try cutting coffee out for a couple of days and then get back into it and you'll see the huge difference. You'll notice how much of an effect it has on your body.
here's a quick little reset for your gut in case now that you want to start making a change <laughs> no it's not a fucking juice cleanse you have to eat proper foods here you just juice cleanses are a trend it's not a proper way to reset or detox your system what is is you eating the right foods the best thing that you can do is cut out added sugar anytime and yeah be that fucking person that's in the aisles looking and reading at the nutritional facts anytime you see added sugar in there there is a sugar row but there's also added sugars in that subcategory if it says anything above zero don't eat it it's just the equivalent of eating a spoonful of sugar think about it that way drink water ladies women people who were born as a female if you depending on your level of activities here are moderately active your goal is to drink anywhere between two to three liters of water a day men people who were born men if you have a moderately active lifestyle your goal is to drink three to four liters a day yeah you guys need more water than we do eat different colors your plate should look like a fucking rainbow i even wrote it down because i can't remember this off the top of my head so eat kale beets carrots peppers oats berries fruits onions beans nuts fermented fruits kimchi sauerkraut eat them don't drink them ideally you want to eat them because chewing slows down the process of you just juggling down juices and it helps your body extract out the nutrients that it eats needs sorry needs so eat them don't drink them and what i just told you here with the foods pair it with a protein so if you're plant-based you can add more protein in there however you see fit if you are like me and just kind of eat whatever can fit into your macros pair it with some protein whether it's seafood whether it's a protein shake whether it's beef or chicken or turkey just eat a type of protein in there because that you can get we do get nutrients out of there too Ooh, a big one that people feel like they might know already but might not even like to hear it when you wake up try to just try to avoid having coffee as soon as you wake up ha or even within like the first hour of you getting up aim to have it after you've had your first meal it'll help reduce your levels of stress and anxiety just try it for three days notice if you have any changes and if you're really wanting to take care of your gut and take care of your body then don't just go right back into eating an ultra processed diet just slowly start to not incorporate those into your system anymore and rather start to incorporate more whole healthy leaner foods you cannot blame somebody's gut microbiomes for being skinnier for being fat you have to look at their environment look at their surroundings look at their personal life their levels of stress their their mental health their genetics so many other things play a factor into that so just gut microbiomes is feeding them the right foods for them to properly fight off diseases eat whatever you want i'm not here to tell you what you should eat what you shouldn't eat you know what works best for you so you do whatever you want to fucking do i'm just here giving you information and you guys get to decide what you want to do with it i just recommend that you guys eat for your health and for your well-being eat for longevity purposes there's no need to restrict bad foods or label things as bad because it just develops an unhealthy relationship with food you can have them, I just don't suggest them on a daily basis. Our body is a machine. 
My body is a machine. Your body is a machine. So you gotta fuel it to keep it running. And if this information benefits at least one person out there, I can say I did my job. <laughs> so my name is Carla Stephanie. If you guys found this information at all beneficial whatsoever, please like, subscribe, share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it to anybody and everybody you think can benefit from this information. My name is Carla Stephanie. <laughs> this is a life experience and I'll see you guys on the next one. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> Bye. Oh, 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 oh. And one other thing I gotta mention, I'm um, gonna say it right here because my mic is right here. Healthy comes in different sizes. So if you see somebody and you think that they're overweight, chances are you don't know what the fuck you're talking about because they could be healthy and their healthy just looks different than your body size. Your body size looks different than everybody else's body size. Genetics, guys. Genetics play a fucking role into this. Take care. Love you. Bye.